What's up, Happy Lifer? Welcome to a special holiday edition where we want to celebrate the holiday where we mix fire, gunpowder, and then alcohol, all in large amounts. And a whole nation will applaud it. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Happy 4th of July, everybody. I don't know if you're going to listen to this on the actual day um, or this will, this will come out a couple days beforehand, um, but I thought I would tag on to last week's podcast, Welcome Summer, because um, you know, the end of June, summer solstice starts. That's when the beginning of summer hits. However, the the blue sky of summer is not quite the blue of summer yet. Um, summer has arrived, but the lakes are still cold. The pools are still cold. Um, sun tanning might be tried, but it's mostly unsuccessful. However, uh, I don't think I'm alone here when when I say that really, I think for many of us, Fourth of July is the real start of summer. I came across this article in Reader's Digest called Summer Burst, What July 4th Was Like When I Was a Child. It was from 1968. So I myself was a kid playing with black cat firecrackers, uh, smoke bombs, sparklers, those charcoal snake thingies. Uh, I was playing with all those myself at the time. And I'll tell you that this article is spot on for me anyway i mean some of the languages is like from older you'll you'll catch that as i read a, a a few uh quotes from from that article but like this one here it says at last on the fourth morning of july the fine thread of tension snaps a boy wakes <sighs> blinks happily at sight of a glory day and at once reaches under his pillow for a finger length of forbidden firecracker he lights it with a match and hurls it out his window, only to find that his window is closed. No, just kidding. It didn't say that. <laughs> I just had that in my mind. Thus, summer begins with a bang. And from one end of the country to the other, 20 million kids are tossed from their beds by that joyful noise, end quote. I love that. Summer is here. Woo! The sun is hotter. The ice cream is colder. The smell of charcoal briquettes, charred burgers, smoking steaks, you name it, is wafting over backyard fences. Old ketchup bottles are, the caps are cleaned up. Hot dogs and buns are in the air. I mean, summer is here. Oh, and um, one more thing. Carefree excitement, which often will lead to foolishness, abounds. I mean, that's what the 4th of July does. It brings out the kid in us. And sometimes we don't know when to stop that kid part. We let it go too far. So sometimes it even brings out the fool in us. 
like this group of men that, that were from England in the late 90s. I found this on Darwin Awards. And if you don't know what Darwin Awards is, just, just search it online. And they have all these stories of, of people that have done foolish things. And um, here's a group of guys that wanted to break into a fireworks facility. The problem was the fireworks facility was impenetrable. It was almost like Fort Knox. You could imagine you need to keep that locked up. The main door was eight feet tall. Uh, it was concrete and reinforced with a solid inch of steel. So how do you break into that? <laughs> These guys decided to use a welder's torch <laughs> to cut through the wall of the building. Uh, the, you can imagine the problem, though, is they, they, they were successful. They got through, all right, but they used a torch to do it. And so when some of the sparks from the torch and from the, the metal melting or whatever, uh, it, it ignited that fireworks factory and blew, literally blew the roof off. You know when they say you blow the roof off something? They actually did it. They blew the roof off it. They escaped. They got away. They ran. They fled the scene. Uh, there were no fireworks left, I, I imagine, to steal. Uh, all that they left behind was their, their welder's torch, uh, all, that, all that equipment, and their car. Because when it blew the roof off of the whole thing, the roof landed on, on their car. So if, the 4th of July kind of brings out the fullness. Uh, here's another one. There's a bunch of guys in the backyard celebrating, and they were having a bunch of beers, and they had guns. So not a very good combination, alcohol and guns in large amounts. And uh, a raccoon happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, decided to cross their backyard during this celebration they were having, and which was a mistake. From now, all the guys are, are aiming their guns. Now they have a target, and they are aiming their guns at this, at this poor raccoon and shot off dozens of rounds. Uh, lucky for the raccoon, they were, had been drinking so much they couldn't hit him. Either that or they're just poor shots. But I have a hunch that alcohol played a major, major role in this. So the raccoon decides to escape and runs down into this metal tube, this cul-de-sac thing this that, that was kind of angled down. He runs in there to escape. Well, the guy who, whose house it was wasn't going to let that raccoon get, get out. Uh, the alcohol had obviously impaired his judgment. And uh, so he had taken some gasoline and he poured it down in there to try to get the raccoon to come out. He lit a match, but it wouldn't ignite. The, the raccoon was too far down this, this tube. And so he poured more gas in there and more gas in there. I believe he ended up pouring like five gallons of gas in there and the raccoon would not come out. And, it, but, and, and he could not get it lit. So this guy still didn't know when to call it quits. So can I say idiot? I probably shouldn't, but this man decides to climb down that thing and see get closer to the gas to ignite it. No lie. So he goes in backwards so he can drop the match closer to the gas. Well, you can imagine what happens when the match hits the gas. He can't get out of that pipe fast enough. He flies through the air with the greatest of ease. The people around said that he shot out of that like a rocket. He was like a human bottle rocket. I mean, he, he flew over his house some 200 feet, and they could hear him thud when he hit on the other side of the house. 
somehow this guy shoots out of this cannon, right, 200 feet over his house, lands on the other side. Fourth of July brings out the kid in us, but it also can bring out the fool in us if we don't know how to stop that. I like how Reader's Digest says it. We were foolish, but on the fourth, foolishness was a freedom we could claim. It was a gift of our parents and of the season. We were free of shoes and rules, free to make collective uproar or be loud alone. We were the kings and citizens of summer. Love that. It's like on the 4th of July, you're giving this freedom uh, by your parents. And and when you're older, you give yourself the freedom to, well, I know I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm just going to do it. And because we're celebrating something big. If you're from America, we're celebrating our freedom. But if you're not from America, I, you know, your country's freedom or or the different things that you can celebrate, your, your new year or whatever. There's just something about that. And I like how it says, we were the kings and citizens of summer. I love that concept, to be the king of summer, to be the, even the king of your season. But that comes from being foolish. We were foolish, but on the fourth, foolishness was a freedom we could, com- we could claim. It was a gift of our parents. We were, we were free, and that's what made us kings and citizens of the summer. And you know what I say? I say bring back some of that foolishness. Give yourself permission to take your shoes and socks off and run around barefoot, even if your feet look like hobbit feet, hairy, big old hairy hobbit feet like mine. Don't worry about it. Just take the socks off and feel the grass under your feet. Give yourself permission to find an ice cream truck, ice cream wagon or, or vendor and go buy that red, white and blue bomb pop. Remember those things, those popsicles that were red, white and blue? We used to buy those as kids, especially on the 4th of July in America. And buy it and be a kid again. Do something crazy and carefree. Don't break into a fireworks facility with a blowtorch. Or don't turn yourself into a human bottle rocket. But give yourself permission to be a kid again. And I love the fact that we do that. I wish we did it more often. Instead of just on special days. Reader's Digest goes on and says, Now children fill the fourth with lesser clamor, but they are also free. They are happy. So are we all. That's why I want us to give ourselves permission to be a kid again, to be a little foolish again, because it says they are happy. So are we all. Then it says each of us has a special summer freedom to savor. And maybe life has been difficult for you or you're in a difficult situation right now. But is there a summer somewhere? Is there a season somewhere in your life? Sometimes we're so seeing what we don't have. I know me, I get caught up in how bad things can be or the situation I'm in. I, and that can overwhelm everything. And I forget the good things that I have experienced. Find a special summer freedom to savor. Isn't that part of the magic of the fireworks? Reader's Digest agrees. They say the very best is last. When the fireworks begin, the child on me stirs with suspense. I am ancient with nostalgia. I'm just ancient, but this person's ancient with nostalgia. Ever and ever, it is the same. An intake of breath as the first rocket jets to heaven. The burst and spread of stars. The whole town saying, ah, All right. I always, I don't know, is it just me? But it always feels like they say ah, and the next time they say ooh. It goes back and forth between ah and ooh and nothing else. I mean, I swear every time I watch fireworks, it's ah. 
and then the next one goes off. Ooh. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, Reader's Digest, I'll get back to that. Goes on and says, always too, as in my childhood, I feel a minor ache of melancholy when the life melts out of each starburst. I love that because I get that too. I see this great big thing blast in the air and what makes it so great is that it it's there and it's gone it, it blasts right but then i'm sad i'm like oh I, I want it to stay up there but it, it can't stay up there you know but reader's digest goes on I, I love how it explained that and it goes on to say but every next flight of rockets creates new stars and if the good things in your life seem to come and go well that's so something else can come you know i think that we'd like to see the the flash in the sky remain there but what kind of makes it cool is that it is a flash that it comes and goes but then the next one comes and we get all excited again readers digest goes on and say says pinwheels whirl dervishly and roman candles pop pink fireballs light and noise fragment the sky it is almost too much of much and never quite enough even the grand finale fails to finish it and i love what it says here children pass their bedtime wave sparklers look at me look at me he goes on to say and says memory the moment the season's promise now are joined summer is in my heart and everywhere about end quote that's right each of us has a special summer freedom to savor they are happy so are we all so are we all now that sounds like a happy life to me happy life fourth of july my happy lifers happy life fourth of july i hope the fireworks barbecues nostalgia celebration of freedom and anything else you can think of explodes in your hearts today. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too.